You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Rookie moves. I remember my first podcast. <laughs> so now that I'm recording, the first thing uh, I wanted to say is just RIP Taylor Hawkins because that who's the drummer of the Foo Fighters, if nobody knows, um, a lot of people that are in that probably 25 to 45 and 50 range are like hardcore Foo fans, and they've kind of bonded. The, I mean, you go to a Foo show, and there's actually a lot of people who are 20 years older than me mm-hmm. at those shows too uh, because – Dave Grohl came from Nirvana, and so, like, you had, like, this second act of Nirvana that kind of came about, because you had Pat Smear on guitar, who also played with Nirvana, mm-hmm. uh, and it was one of the more disappointing celebrity deaths that have ever happened for me. Like, yep. it's so weird when you, like, like someone you've never met, they don't know you exist, dies, and then you grieve. <laughs> you know, it's like, a, it's like I feel silly being super sad about some of this stuff, because you don't even know this person, but... I feel like that's when you know you built a good legacy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's interesting. My <clears throat> my youngest son is actually a huge Foo Fighters fan. Really? Um, yeah. That's awesome. He's he's a high-energy kid. So I haven't talked to him about it yet because I don't know if he'll get it. And I, at the same time, I don't want to be like, hey, buddy, he passed away. Like, okay, cool. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't want that sensation of, no, yeah. this means something, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, you need to be sad. Yeah. You're wearing black to school today. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's interesting. The did you ever get into Foo Fighters? You're kind of like behind. A, I mean, really though, they even through now they still release like a lot of bands like come out, they rock your face off, and then they kind of die. Like like they start putting out softer stuff and they evolve, and it's fine. Like that's I don't want to like shame that, but like the Foo Fighters have only gotten harder. <laughs> like, they just released that whole death metal album with that movie they're putting out. Uh, I mean, I saw these guys play in Lexington in 2018, and uh, Dave Grohl stood up there and said, he said, you know, um, you guys might be used to these other, and I won't, I won't use the language Dave Grohl used, but uh, he's, he said wussy, these wussy rock shows that, uh, you know, that last for 90 minutes. Well, that's not how we roll. We're gonna. He said, "You're gonna be wanting to quit before I do," yeah. and it was true. Like <laughs> three liter- hours. Yeah, literally the the uh, the the openers. Like not counting the openers, this was a. I am so tangled up in this cable. I am like lassoed <laughs> myself over here. Um, the, but literally after the openers, they played for almost three hours, and by Gosh. the end of it, I was so dehydrated and tired because we were in the pit. I'm like, I'm. I need out of here. I just like want this he to be over. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wanted it to be over. What but a beast. I, I love the Foo Fighters, man. Um, that that one like kicked me in the teeth. We got comic yeah. relief last night, though. Or at least when I woke up to with Will Smith. So that was yeah. that's like your welcome so back to the week. That's me right there. I was telling Jacob like which one being slapped or the slapping. Will Smith is oh. like I grew up. I told him I had a mobile CD player that my parents got me. And I had one CD because he was a clean rapper. I had getting jiggy with it. 
from Will Smith, uh, the song like the album with Miami and all that stuff. So I listened to that, and then I would watch the Fresh Prince of Bel Air on Nick at Night. And so like I'm kind of siding with Will Smith here, but yeah, that's he's, funny. He's uh, the man. Uh, well, I, you know, I um, Will Smith's albums. I had a couple of them, and like I, I, I was a big fan, and then I love his movies. So when he walked up and slapped Chris Rock, I was like. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. I get that. <laughs> right. Uh, because, like, his wife's got alopecia. The dude made fun of her hair. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm also like, I, I really like Chris Rock. Yeah, I do and too. And Chris Rock has said, like, he's talked so much about how people are too sensitive yeah. towards comedians. Yeah. And I, I'm like, I just can't feel sorry for celebrities, though. No, no. I like, don't you all kind of bring anybody. this stuff on yourselves. Yeah. Not her. Like, I actually, like, I feel bad for her because they're making fun of her for medical condition. Yeah. But, like, between Will Smith and Chris Rock, like, I'm not going to feel sorry for either one of you all. No. There's a there's a bit of showmanship, I feel like, involved there. I don't, like, it, me and Jacob were talking about, like, how would you handle it in that situation? Like, the rational, like, full-on rational way to handle it is... To go smack him. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's to wait till after the show. You go up to Chris because you know there's some sort of relationship between the two. Oh, they're, sure. Like, so you go up to Chris and you say... Hey man, heard that joke. Just curious, do you know that Jada has alopecia? Yeah. And if he says, Yeah, man, but I thought it was no big deal. Yeah. There right. it is. Right. But if he's like, I had no idea, you'd be like, Well, she didn't really appreciate it. I'm gonna need you to apologize because yeah. that hurt her feelings. My my sister in law is texting her about it because I knew she'd eat it up. Uh yeah. she, she she was like, Well, I don't think it was widely known. And I'm like, Well, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I, I didn't mean to turn this into like celebrity yeah. gossip hour, but I this thought is the it was view now. Yeah, right. Like this, the the mustachioed view. Uh, <laughs> or, 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 I never really thought Will Smith was hard enough. Going back to like his, yeah. his softer rap albums, yeah. but now like he's hard. He's a little dude, hard. I I can't imagine that felt very good because Will Smith is a big dude. Like yeah. he is ripped for hell, dude. He winded up too. He followed through. Well, I mean, it was a quality slap. It's a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. He's done all these fight movies. Like, yeah. there's Ollie. no doubt he knows how to hit. Oh, so. for sure. <laughs> you remember I Am Legend when he's doing those pull-ups? Yes. And the thing? He's yes. just, like, repping out, like, 40. Yeah. So Taking down zombies. Uh, did you guys do anything this weekend outdoorsy? Yes. What'd you do? Uh, I checked cameras, uh, on the, the property that I'm going to be turkey hunting and, uh, deer hunting this fall. And we've got a few spots set up and I don't know if you remember, I was talking about like trying to get turkeys on trail cameras. And like, we had a whole big discussion about that, about like how tough it is to like on purpose, get turkeys on camera, especially like I don't put out like bait or anything like that. Um, and so I found this one spot that's just like a high traffic area, like just game trails everywhere. Very obvious deer coming through. I ended up getting like multiple bucks on that camera, which I had not been able to successfully do on that property before. Um, but yesterday pulled that same like super hot camera that we've got out there. I've got three of them, uh, and put it into my computer and I'm like scrolling through, like just looking at them and, uh, a turkey Tom, like shows up on my computer screen and I like I yelled I was like ah! and Savannah was just like in there I think she was editing and she comes in she's like what's wrong I was like nothing's wrong and I showed her and she's like oh a turkey so do you know <laughs> do you know where they're roosting though 
So, uh, actually, I made a post on Go All about this yesterday, and Mike was and Derek both told me that I need to go out and, like, sit around that area, listen, and then try to find out where they're roosting. I have a suspicion um, just from, like, deer hunting there, and I think it was it was probably early December or late November when I started hearing it. Um, but I think I heard them roosting over a creek, like, the, in the middle of the That's what I was going to say, find the water. So, um, cause there's a quarry on the property and it like flows down through, um, the middle of the woods and that Creek, uh, I, we've, we've found feathers there before, but I haven't found any like this year yet. So I'm going to try to, Mike was saying that look for droppings and look for feathers under that tree. Um, and that's where they're You'll, roosting. You, this time of year too, like the ground's wet and you can often find where they've been tearing it up. So, so, so you'll, that's what we did last year when we went out and scouted with Tony we we hit the property and then tony basically was like looking for like where they were they'll come through and they'll they'll tear up an area i can't tell from looking at that right now no. but um the they'll like in fresh dirt you'll often find or like mud you'll find where they've kind of torn stuff out looking for grubs or whatever it looks um, like does it look like a v like how yeah they're kind of like tearing in with their feet and and they'll hmm. they'll clear out a spot you'll come through and they'll like where leaves should be there won't be any cuz they've kind of come through and made a mess of it um and you'll find tracks in there though that's what's hard is like i don't know how to like differentiate between like deer sign in that situation like is it a scrape or is it turkeys they they will clear out like a you know an area you'll find lee i mean that deer aren't scraping right now right so you're not gonna confuse it when and you'll yeah. see, if it looks in a, fresh in a deer scrape you'll see like their their hoofs this yeah. is this is more like it looks like somebody rubbed it with sticks sometimes okay um okay. but but you'll find poop usually around those areas too so okay yeah All right yeah cool, i haven't man. found any of that yet well but go out go out like one morning or something and use a locator you know yeah try to try to just make sure you're following the law because there's i don't know what it is in indiana but you can't you can't go or, or call with a turkey call but you can right. still locate so. right yeah i've heard some stuff about that we're gonna go out we already... slam some car doors man yeah that's what phil said i was like do you have a hoot call and he sent back a sound like himself making sound. Yeah. i was like okay that works <laughs> And he's like, "No, nah, we'll just slam the door when we get out of the truck." I, I, I was mean, like, dude, "Okay." <laughs> it's it's funny they uh the, coming into April around here they start getting so wound up everything will set them off. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna go out. We've got a trip or a day planned to go out. We're gonna look for like all the oak trees on the property, um, and at the same time we're gonna be like checking those trees that I think might be where they're roosting, and then. Um, I don't know. I guess we should go out in the morning before and start doing what you're talking about, like trying to locate. But you got to wait in the evening to to see where they roost. So yeah. it'll be an all day event. <laughs> you can go. I mean, in the if you hit it, I, I've done this before. I really figured out our property. I would go out there just like uh, the week before turkey season and just like try to hit some locator calls or, or whatever. Just listen. A lot of times, if there's several gobblers, they'll kind of get each other going, yeah. and you can find them. I mean, I, I don't think you'll have any trouble. Like if you know ones in the area. Oh, you yeah. just don't want to get in there and push them around, you know. So the difference in the fall and now is like in the fall they're they basically roll together, right? Like mm-hmm. the turkeys. So like the picture they're also I got chasing them. different food. Like okay. you, where they that's what I meant to say a second ago. Like where you found them in the fall, they may not be there. Right. But if you got water moving through and you have one on camera, yeah, he's probably roosting pretty close by. So, but he's pro- is it like a buck now? Like he's rolling by himself at this point, or no? I mean, they're they're probably roosting pretty close to the hens still. Okay. So. All right. And, okay. and they'll be with them until like that's what you get sometimes you get awkward seasons where like they're still with the hens through the whole season and it's just really tough like yeah. there was a few years ago and they actually when Brandon Butler had Steve and them out to his cabin uh from meat eater 
Brandon talked about the fact, or I think they talked about it on that show with Brandon even, about how they're still hinned up. It's tougher to pull them. Um, but usually the the hens, when they start wandering off, like the, the gobblers will not necessarily come. Like if you're getting one consistently coming through now, he may not be doing that in a month when they start busting up. Right. If they do. It, okay. may be, it may be early May around here before they do. Okay. Last yeah. year, I, every gobbler I ran into was with hens still. Like with like from morning until, you know, throughout the day. So I need to get the cards back in there and try to uh, try to get like more pictures because I only have that one by itself. So like I'm trying to I don't I don't even know like what direction they're yeah. moving right now. So yeah, we'll figure it out. We got That's time. Turkey. I I still consider myself a relative idiot when it comes to turkey <laughs> hunting. Uh, so it's it's fun to learn though because you can learn yeah. in real time. You know, you're getting feedback of what worked and what didn't and it's just like we don't on the east side get to call something that calls back like right like bucks you know a lot of times will come in quiet after y- yeah. you you call for them even no matter what it is you know every now and then they'll come in snort wheeze or something but uh turkeys are fun because they're gobbling back but that's also like i think that's part of what makes it hard for people that are learning because they're like oh he responded i should do this again yeah right, right. and then you do that until they're like nah that hen's not going anywhere and then yeah. they, like they they get they're like, I'm going to go tend to this hen over here. She's she's good, you know, or, or you know, she's a little too desperate. You know, it's like. <laughs> What's her story? We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, That's you know, sometimes, sometimes like the hardest thing to do, and Scott talked about it on that podcast, <clears throat> yeah. like the hardest thing to do is shut up. Yeah. I um, probably after one of my first shows with him started like what I'll put, I'll look at my watch and I'm like, I'm not going to do anything for 15 minutes. Yep. And he said 15 to 20 is the magic interval. If you go much longer than that, you can lose them. Like yeah, they, they'll they get bored. It. Yeah, he said they get bored pretty easy. Yeah. So yeah. if you haven't checked out that show, it's a really good one. Brandon said it's one of his favorite gearbox yeah. talks we've done in a while. Scott Ellis came in. He's like a three or four time Grand National Champion at NWTF yep. uh, for calling. He he guides. He has his own show called Hunt Quest. I mean, Scott's legit. Very legit. Yeah. Yeah. Super I, smart. I mean, selfishly planning those shows, I was pumped when you yeah. <laughs> when you do that because I I need everything he was talking about. He didn't just talk about like calling. He was talking about like like the situations that you would do different calls and like how to speak the language and stuff like that. That's the, I'm also learning to call, but once I figure that out, I'll need to know like when to do it and yeah. stuff like that. So I it's it, this is kind of funny. I'm going to call this out cause we've, we've been playing with TikTok and, uh, just to see, you know, cause we, we really hate Facebook and Instagram. So TikTok's interesting platform. And I, I did a video last night of my Turkey techno and uh, it, I told you guys it went viral last night. There's like 70,000 views on it this morning. But the the number one thing everybody's saying, they're mad that there's no part. Like They're like, where's part two? Because I recorded this and I accidentally clipped off the ending of it. It was not on purpose. <laughs> I just, I don't know how to use TikTok very well. So the uh, there's there's comments on here. People just want me to finish the TikTok story. <laughs> or the, like, uh, what are you doing tech- shooting another podcast? Yeah, the, Go back and make TikToks. Oh, they're saying it now? Yeah, hey, finish the, tur- the Techno Turkey story. <laughs> <laughs> like I gained, I gained like 400 followers out of that That's video hilarious. last night. And uh, I think all of them are just waiting to hear. You like, accidentally went viral? Yeah, like they, they just want to know what the end of the story was. Oh, I'm going to have gosh. to make a video and explain it i'm not i'm not gonna give uh oh this is actually mike no wait mike was uh mike larson was watching and he said no licking branch like scrapes um right that's the, a good point the uh the guy that or maybe a female i can't see it looks like maybe leighton gallagher is the name um but it's really funny that that's what people want me to to finish up so you did some scouting yeah yep. yeah yeah it was good i oh 
I forgot about this. So I don't know if if you guys heard about this or not, but there's this weird phenomenon about finding balloons in the woods. Oh, yeah. You know about that? Mm -hmm. You know about that? Mm -hmm. So there's, like, multiple articles. I can't remember where I found the best one, but I found me and Phil. Were, he sent, he texted it to me. And basically, there's something about, like, the the thermal pool or something like that in the in different places in the woods where it'll basically attract these... Um, you know, like the big party balloons, the ones yeah, that are like mylar balloons. I think yeah. what they're called. Yeah. They, you, like they're full of helium, not just like a normal. Terrible balloon. for the environment. Bingo. But anyway, they'll go up, and the place they land is not random most of the time. Like there's some sort of thermal pool there mm. that they will end up in this certain location. Just so happens that the location necessary for to like to pull down a balloon is like prime buck habitat. And so I'm, it's, it's weird, but for the first time ever, I was walking through a part of the property and on my right, I see this balloon and I'm, or what looked like a piece of silver trash. And I'm like looking at it, I'm like, oh, that's a balloon. And I remember the article and I looked to my left and it is just bedding everywhere. And I was like, oh my gosh, nothing would indicate like this is buck territory other than the balloon being there. But I don't know. Like it's it, really funny. Yeah, I um, I, I found I found several of those out in uh in my property and like where I hunt and it is a, a hot spot for the bucks. Like the biggest bucks I've had on camera come from that side. So that's, I hadn't thought about that. What I thought you were gonna say is what Mike actually taught me when we were um, goose hunting together is that people are using those uh, to to keep geese from landing. Oh. And so they'll they'll take one and like the field you're going to hunt, you may not know it, but somebody may have laid a deflated mylar balloon out there because the geese see the reflection and they will not land. So the, it'll push them to another <laughs> no property. Way. Yeah, dude. It's like like we ended up, we had a. Uh, That's hilarious. It's like a gang turf war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I'm new land. to waterfowl hunting, like totally new. I've only done it a couple times. This was, um, you know, the most I had done it over two days. I had duck hunted once before and maybe that was it. Um, so I went up there with those guys and was amazed at how sensitive the geese are to where yeah. they land. Cause you see them like they're out here in the parking lot. Like when, yeah. you, you know, I'm, I'm like the idiot non hunter on this case. I don't know anything about uh, how they, how they operate. So these guys were telling me though, those mylar balloons, but also like we had taken a Polaris Ranger out there and mm -hmm. they had turned it too hard and it made a, a trench mm -hmm. in the dirt. And it was like every one that of these geese would come down and they would see that and they would fly off. And we're like, what is going on? And so eventually we went out and, you know, one of the guys kicked over the trench, kind of scraped it back into it looking like the rest of the dirt. And sure enough. You're like, kidding. That's yeah, they started, you started getting like some interest from it. So it was in, it's really like uh, that's what I, the Mylar balloon, though. Now I've told everybody this tactic that they can go push. Like, don't do that. That's, <laughs> that's like really that's bad good, ethics. Yeah. <laughs> well, Not to mention I, trespassing. That I mean, retaliation. <laughs> Setting loose some balloons out on our property to see where they land now. Yeah, really. <laughs> Don't do that either. <laughs> Chris Rock's listening to this, and he's like, oh, I'm going to go hit Will Smith's hunting property up with Mylar balloons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, the other thing that uh, I was going to, like, I think is funny, um, Dogman on TikTok. Like, I've been talking about it a couple of times because I think it's funny. And I've, I've admitted I'm an enthusiast, not an expert. But I have people, like, that are angry now that I've talked about that photo up in Pennsylvania. Without the photo. Without, without sharing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, but, dude, this is what's hilarious about this. People on TikTok are coming at me angry. And I mean angry. There was a guy really? There was a guy that, like, three comments in a row was angry that I did not share the photo of Dogman. Don't I'm have like, it. I'm like, dude, 
no one has a photo of Dogman. <laughs> like, but he, I, hate, I hate spoilers for you. Yeah, <laughs> he he called me a sellout. And he said, because he thinks I'm capitalizing on the, the, he's like, you're using this for likes and follows. You're a sellout. And I was like, it's true. Wait a second. <laughs> you're taking advantage are of you dog man. T- are you telling me that you think there's money in being a dog <laughs> man enthusiast? Like no one on even TikTok. Know, Yeah. On t- like I, you can get followers and you probably will get some sponsors, but like what kind of, what kind of money do you think is in like purely just the jig being, is up, Brad. Yeah. We, we know. I get it. I didn't the, even, the I didn't even, out. I wasn't even in Pennsylvania. I made the whole thing. That, whole, that that whole it's all for TikTok cloud. It, yeah, just just like Dogman, it was a figment of your imagination. Uh, no, I, I've right. had, I've had like that's where most of my hates come from. That and the fact that my turkey video didn't have an ending. Accidental hate. Yeah, no, that one's not even hate. People just want to hear the rest of that story, which I will tell eventually. But I thought that was really funny. So like much a, suspense. Yeah, like I, I I I like the paranormal guys, but I mean I just don't. Unless you get a show on TV, that's just not going to pay big bucks. Mm. That's like an enthusiast type thing. Um, and you know, I've, I've, I've talked to quite a few people that do that and it's, I don't think any of them are getting rich. It's a so. hobby at best. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> mo- you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a, uh, I don't know. I thought that was really funny though. Yeah, so now I'm going to cut this live up and I'm going to post this and tag that guy in it and just be like, <laughs> boom, roasted. <laughs> like a real TikTok guy would. That's right. That's right. <laughs> You're turning um, into one. Dude, speaking of tech, uh, I don't even know if you guys know this. We are still freaking down on Google. Oh, I thought. On the we Android? had to take out that one feature. Yeah, it's been like no, we did. We took it out completely and resubmitted, <coughs> and Google still will not let us go live again in the app or in the app store. What's the what's the beef? What did we do wrong, or what are they saying we did wrong? It's really strange. Um, so the history on this: the first time we've we've been live in the app store since March of 2018 on the Google App Store, um, live in iOS since our beta was in fall of 2017. And then the, so we went, we, we've been live for forever. We've had this particular feature. Chris looked up when we launched it, they approved it 33 times before we actually um, were kicked off of the app store for it. So the, all it is, is like, you know, you sign up for any social app and they're like, Hey, sync up your phone numbers so we can see if your friends are here. It's a very common data exchange. It's like, Oh, Jacob is in uh, Brad's phone list and here is Jacob's account we know that Brad likes Jacob they should be friends right that's all it is it's the same thing you see anywhere else Um, and Google said that we were breaking their rules and so we look it up and like it was super gray like there was a bit of a gray like we probably were and didn't know it like it, it was one of those deals so we fixed it and we resubmitted, and they said no. And then we just said, screw it, let's take it out. Like, this isn't worth having not having an app. And so we took it out. We got back live. And then they hit us again for the same thing. And we're like, the feature is not even in the app anymore. And how can, how can you ding us for something that doesn't exist? It is gone. And so we've been round and round with Google. I think it's probably it happened last weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's been eight days, nine days that we've been out. I the first time it happened, we were in Pennsylvania promoting mm-hmm. the app, mm-hmm. and we lost it. I was mm-hmm. furious over that one. And this mm-hmm. one, it's like, well, well, you know, Google's a multi-billion-dollar company that won't talk to us. What do you even do? Right. Um, you know, we can't. Nope. Anybody we've reached out to at Google that works there that we know, and I've spoken to about seven or eight people. They're like, look, we're so fragmented. That team is a, like a different company. Like Google Play is a different company, and so nobody they can see that we are down. They can see notes, but they can't talk to anybody. They're not allowed to, and they don't even know who works there. Jeez. It's like the government. What the heck? And so 
the uh, that's what you want to hear right it's like the government yeah. <laughs> they didn't say that part i i i, I kind of figured it out um but it's super siloed there so the um the next thing that happened was we well we took that out it doesn't exist anymore and they still took us down last weekend and now they're saying it's for something else and it's total bs this time and we're like man I, I think they've got her. Yeah, I think they've got her number, and they don't like our content, so they're just you know hitting us. I mean, it's every little thing. Chris says that we're pretty much going to have to go through, like, uh, right now we resubmitted last night, and you know we'll see what they come back with. But I mean, they're looking at the like every little thing to see if they can find something to to get us on. And what sucks is they send you like you're in violation of this rule, and they send you paragraphs upon paragraphs to read through for yeah. for documentation and yeah. you're like i don't know which one they don't tell you which part of it they think you violated so you have to figure it out resubmit wait up to seven days my god it's it's awful dude we're, we're totally been bullied and uh you know we've we've been a great app store partner we've never violated terms before and like what sucks is they don't give you any warning on this stuff they um they they have in the past they're like hey you have six weeks to fix this uh yeah. it's, it's something we're doing like that that's normal like a new update or yeah. something you got to be in compliance yeah, yeah. And, and iphone you know ios does that too uh that's part of why developing on ios is better because they they actually make people update their software and whatnot so um the uh some some food guy just asked if we wanted to go live with him but i wasn't paying attention so <laughs> and then it went away sorry i didn't even see who it was sorry food dude um, sorry food dude the uh Mike says uh, turkeys can travel up to a thousand miles. Good luck, Jacob. Uh, he might have thought it was me. Uh, okay, man, he probably couldn't. Uh, he probably couldn't hear. Yeah, I mean, I uh, still need the luck. Yeah. yeah. So, right. Can you uh, give that luck to me, yeah. Mike? I yeah. need it more than Jacob. Pass it back over to me. <laughs> <Yeah. Ray. laughs> um, we we all need a little prayer yeah. during turkey so, season. So, well, completely changing the subject back. Every year in March, I have a turkey, a turkey, or possibly two photos on my trail camera. In different locations, and then they're not there. I don't. They're great. Seasons. Yeah. So. Thanks, Jacob. <laughs> Crushing my dreams. Every this March. Is, this is what I was trying to say that that show with Erica when we talked about this the other day is, it gets like seeing them early spring. They may bust up. Yeah, know? great. Well, the other thing right now and the timing why in March is because now is when they're out. Really trying to find those yeah. those hens in the beginning of. So uh, I don't know how much time we got because I forgot. To, I think we're about two minutes faster on the camera, so i got to wrap this up. Uh, I want to just say, because I said we were going to have Send It Slam live, um, nobody likes archery apparently, and <laughs> we uh, are having a hard time with it. I think we figured out where the archery It's We're going to have to split up the, the event into two different areas, which is going to be fine. Um, we think we have the concert location figured out. We know we have the archery side figured out. Uh, I, I said we would be live last Friday and then I had egg on my face, so I'm not going to pick any more dates, but it will yeah. be live as soon as freaking possible. <laughs> Just know and it's worth the wait. It, it'll be worth the wait. I'm telling you, legit. this is going to be one of the cool, if you're in a country like the, the Tower Childers space and you like that kind of music, this is going to be one of the coolest shows in Kentucky this year. Uh, we've got some, some really great names and up, up and coming singer songwriters. So just know it's worth the wait and I'm sorry. Um, I've kind of, I, uh, Jacob let me know I was ahead of my skis a couple times, and then I thought I could just like power through and 
you know, uh, I, as Braden tells everybody, I go big and have a lot of energy and like all most of the time that lets me get what I want. <laughs> Speak <laughs> it into it. It's existence. like I can just make something happen <laughs> and I you can't make people let you host an event at their place. So uh I, I have tried to will this into existence. Um and we're we're pivoting a little bit, but um it's gonna happen. So yeah. Uh I'm Brad Luttrell. This is Jacob Knight. We have uh, Braden Ware here. So tag us when you log this on. Go out, hit the plus sign, hit log podcast or uh, log log time, and go to Outdoor Podcast, and you'll find us there. All right, thanks, guys. See you.